Did you think you might have homemaking figured out by now? Maybe you feel like you should have it figured out by now, but you still feel discouraged and like you're probably the only one who has these problems. Well, you are not. Today, I have a very encouraging conversation with Mary Schurhaus. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler. I have been married for 22 years now, and my husband and I live in Idaho with our five kids, two of whom are grown and gone, and three, we're still homeschooling. I write and podcast at Simply Convivial, and I run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. And today I'm joined by one of the ladies from our community, Mary Shurhaus. Mary is a pastor's wife living in Halifax, Nova Scotia. She and her husband have six kids and nine grandchildren with number 10 due in November. Her youngest is a senior this year, and though she's not actively teaching him anymore, she has become involved with other homeschooling families in their church, teaching, writing, and tutoring Latin. So thank you so much for joining me today, Mary. Thank you for asking. So how long have you been in the community? And do you remember like how you heard about it or why you decided to join? I don't remember exactly how long it has been. I think it's probably been about five or six years. And I, I may have been Googling an organization or I may have run across you in some other, I did a course with Pam Barnhill, but it appealed to me because I knew I, the emphasis on attitude and uh, keeping your mind in line with scripture was something that was very appealing. So you've worked through the Simplified Organization Community Coaching, right? Yes. And what have been some of your biggest takeaways in that process? One of the biggest things to me was just the reminder, like I said, to think true thoughts about your situation. And it was something that I always said I sh someone should do, but I didn't really realize how much I was lying to myself and how much negative talk I was giving myself. And there was one time, actually, I was going for a walk in the neighborhood and I was looking at the different windows in the houses. How do I like them? Do they look nice? Would I choose this? And then I came to my home. And I looked at it and I thought, oh, our house isn't as nice as all the houses or the windows or whatever. And I was shocked to see how negative my attitude was toward my house, which I had enjoyed up until that point. Mm. So I realized that entertaining those kinds of thoughts is not helpful. And, and all the things that you have said to reinforce that has been very helpful just in just the whole managing of life. Yeah. 
it's amazing how it just it becomes a habit just this rut yeah. we fall into so easily another thing that has helped me with the uh, it's in the course and with convivial circle is just hearing other women talk about their struggles and realizing that it's not just me that struggles and that just the whole idea of having to learn and to grow and everything is a process and nothing like you say nothing is going to ever be able to finish and so you have to continually grow continually adapt to whatever is going on in your life at the time so those things have been helpful freeing me from the guilt of not measuring up mm -hmm. so measuring uh, up <laughs> yes I'm not sure exactly whose standards I was thinking I was following or trying to follow mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I I would make all these plans and these schedules for my kids with the homeschooling. And then it seemed like I would just get something in, in order and then everybody would get sick and, and everything would fall off the rails. And how do I deal with this? And I'd never really get back to my perfect schedule. And so it just, and, and I would come away with a sense of failure. I, again, I hadn't done what I needed to do. And so I'm learning, even now, as I'm teaching other children, I'm more relaxed in my teaching and I'm able to uh, go with the flow when I realize they, we need to repeat something or we need to emphasize something that they didn't quite get instead of just being frustrated with them for being slow or being down on myself because I didn't present it right. I, I think that that's helped me to be willing to try different things and not to be afraid of failing. Another thing is just the idea of accepting the way God made the world, mm -hmm. that he made the world in the fallen state anyway, to have problems that you have to work through and things will disintegrate into chaos if we don't keep up with them. And to realize that's a good thing for us, that's something we really need. And to, instead of fighting against it, to work with it and to be able to fulfill my responsibilities cheerfully instead of resentfully because I have to try again I have to try something different I have to change it because kids have moved away and things aren't the same and yeah so that's been helpful and regarding the idea of change, of iteration, of making adjustments. So we came back from our vacation. We traveled across the country. And then while we were gone, our house flooded. Oh, no. We had eight inches of water in the basement, and my 16-year-old was at home dealing with it. 
And so we came back, he did a lot of work and pulled out a lot of the carpet and brought stuff, dry stuff upstairs and tried to put wet books around to dry them out. And so we came back to chaos. And so we've been having to um, work through all of that. It was a major thing when the dining room table was clear of wet books and we could actually eat mm -hmm. there. <laughs> anyway, and, and so when we were doing the whole process of cleaning out the basement and bringing things up and making sure things were more or less organized, my whole cleaning went AWOL. I wasn't vacuuming. I was, we didn't have a vacuum. It was damaged from the flood and I wasn't sweeping. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing that. So, so now it occurred to me about a week ago, things are pretty stable up on the main floor and the top floor. So, so I really need to get back into a regular routine. And I hadn't really thought about that. So I'm, I, I, uh, my husband would occasionally ask me, so who's supposed to vacuum up here? And it's like, Oh, I don't know. We haven't really made a plan. And so I'm realizing I, I need to make a plan. And so again, that's another adjustment for how things are at this time. So anyway, it's being willing to make the changes again has been a helpful thing. And to trust the sovereignty of God, even in the flood, even in the all the things that have been having, I've been having to do that I didn't really want to do, like getting the insurance claim together and making all the decisions about paint and flooring and who to do the work and all of that stuff that my husband has shouldered most of it but I've been putting off so much and finally got the claim the contents claim done so <laughs> yeah. anyway just trusting God in all of that that it's good and that rolling with the punches that have come mm -hmm. so yeah it's it seems like we often think like okay I'm gonna get everything organized or make that plan so that I'm never derailed again I don't I think if we said it out loud we would realize like that's not going to happen but we can have these kind of unspoken unconscious goals or expectations for what that plan is going to do for us and it can really throw us for a mental or emotional loop when you know, we have an emergency to deal with and it, it disrupts everything but it's okay that's just the new project that's the thing that right. we are supposed to be faithfully working through and working with at that time and then like, you're right, also noticing when things stabilize too is <laughs> then the next challenge. <laughs> right, yeah. So what practices have you found been most helpful as you've worked through things? Practices as in like what? Like a daily card or a weekly review or an alignment card or how have you gone about maybe replacing the negativity or lies in your head? Have you, is it, have you had anything that has helped you notice those or have something to go to replace it with truth? Mm. Yeah. 
the weekly review has been helpful to be able to think about what really happened in the week mm. and to, to set a focus for the next week. I find when I don't do a weekly review or if I'm late, don't get it done till Tuesday or Wednesday, then it's, I feel like I've slipped a little bit. Like I, my focus has not been as clear as it should have been or could have been. Choosing the top three for the day has also been helpful. And one of the ways it, I guess, even the top three for the week or the top three for the day has been helpful because when you realize you're not doing it and you really need to, you really need to go ahead and get it done and, and stop putting it off. And Another thing that has been helpful for me is when I'm doing my top three for the week, like for the school, uh, I've started adding ad adverbs, like teach patiently, oh. prepare carefully, things like that, rather than, yeah, I got to get it done. So I'm just going to do it. And so, so that has been helpful for me. And uh, yeah, I have a, a weekly dashboard that I, I use here. My own, I made up a one on my Microsoft Word thing. So I, I have all of my little habits there. I have a tracker. I don't always, I'm not always real careful about checking them, but again, it's showing me when I'm not doing something and, uh, and I guess even reevaluating. So, so how can I make adjustments again? So an, another thing that threw me off this year is I, I gave myself a concussion with by standing up into a kitchen cupboard that was open. Oh. And, uh, and so I, I was having vertigo and I was having fatigue and neck pain. So, so that again, threw me for a loop. And I had just started getting up when I wanted to in the morning and exercising regularly and things like that. And so so just working again through that process, okay, now as I've really had some significant healing and some of these things aren't an issue anymore, just to get back into that, getting going for the day. That's one thing that I've struggled with my entire life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, so needing to, if I can't follow exactly what I did before, at least making a new plan so that I'm not just laying in bed complaining about having to get up or wasting time on YouTube or, or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So so those things have been helpful for me to to track and to uh, to realize what's going on in my life and not to make too unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea of adding an adverb to the weekly top three or even the daily top three. I usually put homeschool as one of my top things for the week and then for each day. And I just write homeschool, but I should <laughs> add an adverb. <laughs> that, yeah, it seems like that would help. Choose, just keep that attitude component front of mind because it is not just about 
getting something done, but our attitude and manner and relationship right. to do them is so important. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's the idea that getting the job done isn't as important as dealing properly with the people around the job. Yeah. You know? And I was really thankful. I feel like just some of these things I've been learning how was very helpful on Sunday. So Sunday, my son, my 16-year-old son is driving me to church. And so we have a meal and I had in my crock pot cheese sauce for some macaroni and cheese that I was going to get started when we got there. So he, he took a corner really quickly trying to beat the light and the oncoming traffic and stuff like that. So we had things falling all over the place. And one of the things that was problematic, see, I just have an old fashioned crock pot. It doesn't have one of those snap down lids. So the cheese sauce went all over the front mat and onto my shoes. And so he slows down as we go around the corner and he said, what should I do? And I said, just go to church, just go to church. And he, and so we went there and it's like, okay, we don't have a meal for today, but this is what God's given me to do is not get on his case. It's a good life lesson for him. And if I had reacted like I could easily have done a few years ago with just real impatience, it just wouldn't have been good. But I was just able to say, okay, this is what is, and let's just deal with it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I look back with great regret on how impatient I was with my older children. And God is good. I have good relationships with my children, and I'm very thankful. But not that going forward, that just to to continue to deal with them wisely. So I feel like one of the areas that I could work on, see some of the stuff when I go through it on uh, through the courses and stuff, I remember the first time going through projects and going through some of that and I'm thinking, okay, so what does that mean? What does that look like? How do you even break down a project? I don't understand that, which was, has been a problem because it was to me like a project was all or nothing. You just gave yourself to it and everything else went by the wayside. And I don't feel like I've got a complete handle on things like that, but I believe I'm taking steps to be able to realize changes I can make in planning. And even this big project that we've had with our renovation, all this stuff up here is largely due to that. <laughs> so uh, realizing that it's all one step at a time, right? And so, yeah, that, that's, I feel like there's, there are things in the, um, in the course that, you know, I sit and watch and listen to what people say and you get a little bit clearer glimmer of what, what it means practically, what it means to live it out. 
so many times you'd like to sit on somebody's wall, like a little fly on somebody's wall and just see how do you live life? What do you do that makes this work? And, but even then, whatever you do or whatever somebody else does is a totally different situation from mine. And so I have to take what will work for me. Yeah, that's why the community is so fun and helpful to just see so many different options or ways to take something on and work through it. It's a lot of fun. And to realize like, oh, it's not just my struggle. Right. <laughs> right. This is normal and people work through it and we can see progress. We could just iterate. It's not overnight change. And learning and growing takes time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we get impatient. We don't want, we want it to be done already. Even ourselves, we want ourselves to be done already, right? Yes. So do you have any final encouragement or ideas you like to share with people before we wrap up? I would just encourage everybody to embrace their humanity mm-hmm. and trust God that the way he's made us with the problems he's given us is not bad. And look to him for strength and wisdom. There's so many times I I think I know what is the right thing, but I'm finding I have to submit my plans to God and like help me to think clearly. Help me to understand what I'm not seeing when it's not working out because I don't have the understanding that will solve all my problems, right? And and then God gives help either just even through your own thinking process or through talking to other people or reading something, but to be willing to have that humility to, to learn, that has been the most helpful for me. Thank you so much, Mary. This has been a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Join us for Home Management Boot Camp in 2024 with Simplified Organization Community Coaching. During this program, we'll work through all areas of home management so we can organize our attitudes, streamline our homemaking, and work our plans all to the glory of God. We do it not so that our houses are immaculate, but so that we can be faithful in the responsibilities that God has given us. Simplified Organization Community Coaching is included for everyone who's enrolled in Convivial Circle. So just go to the link below or simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button. Join Simplified Organization Community Coaching and let me help you organize your attitude and make personalized plans so that you are no longer overwhelmed or frustrated by life. During this program, all through 2024, together, we will repent, rejoice, repeat.